0: Hello guys and welcome to episode number fifteen of the Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. As always, I'm uh, Dusala and uh, Ibrahim. How we doing, bro?
1: I'm doing well, bro. How are you? I'm
0: good, bro. Can't complain. Long ass week. A lot of football. Yeah. But uh, you know, too much football actually. Uh, too good, much. Bro. Good problem. Yeah. These are good, problems. good problem
1: to have. Yeah. Hundred
0: um, percent. But. You know, uh, Champions League is back. Best club competition. So you know, definitely a lot to talk about. We got some some big games this weekend for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're looking forward to Saturday. I hope it's at a reasonable time. I actually can't lie. I don't know the time.
1: Uh, it's at ten thirty.
0: Okay, it's very reasonable.
1: Now that now that like, uh, Arsenal City games mean something. They put it at a reasonable hour, but I remember. Two years ago, three years ago, I used to wake up at 6 a.m. just to get whooped, bro. Lose five zero, four one the, fam- the oh. famous
0: pancakes. We yeah. haven't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, seen those in a while, bro. The pancakes wake- followed by the five nil was like the best the best part of the season for me. Uh, I,
1: I would wake up, cook breakfast, get whooped, and I would go back to sleep. And that was my entire day. Oh my goodness! But you know, now now we get prime time slots. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, it's gonna be a great game. But we'll 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 save that after we talk about some some UCL scores. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's start. Uh, which game do you want to start with? There's so many games. Uh, let's start with let's... let's start with Real or
1: Ah. Uh, let's let's say? do Real. Let's do Real.
0: Okay. Yeah. I always I always monopolize Real so I will let you start cuz I want to see what you No, want. you
1: actually you actually don't. You you we don't talk about Real as much as we we need to cuz they've That's been at, overachieving this year. Unbelievable. But go ahead. Well, uh Napoli was it 3-2 you guys won?
0: 3-2. Uh started break uh Bellingham takes it away from from the press, feeds Vinicius assist. A mm-hmm. Couple couple of minutes later Uh, Well, this is after Napoli goal from from a set piece. Uh, And then a couple minutes later, he he dribbles through like four guys and then scores. Crazy, crazy goal. Uh, Questionable penalty, but, you know, 2-2. And then Valverde with with a crazy shot. And it kind of hits the post, backs off, uh, hits the back of the keeper, goes in. It was a great game. uh, Filled with goals. I think my prediction was 1-1. I thought we Mm -hmm. were going to drop some points here. But they find a way. The end of the, at the end of the day they find a way. I, I really like the lineup to be fair. To get Cruz, Chuameni, Valverde, which and Bellingham and that diamond, I think is the best combination. I think I spoke on that last week. Um yeah. but just being able to integrate Kamavinga still and good lord have they missed Vinicius. He just he just brings a threat that they have not had all season long. It just that consistent, constant threat, always always a threat. So so a great win!
1: Absolutely, I think the Chomeni, Fede, Jude, Cruz. I think having that midfield is—I don't think anybody in the world um, can like compete with that for like prolonged periods of time. Hundred percent. And then, and then Kamavinga playing—you know that, like, like in football, it's if you can have as many good players on the field, you know that typically, you know. Means you're a great team, and and putting Kamavinga at left back, I I don't think he he's not uh, a natural left back. He's not, but I think he he in possession, um, he's able to do things that um, what's his name, the guy that got cooked by Atlético Madrid, um, Rendy or uh,
0: Fran, Garcia? Fran Garcia,
1: Fran Garcia, yeah, okay, uh he, he he offers something, Fran does not, and he does a little bit of the inverted. You know that's known for in England. Um, so I, 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 I think um, he needs to stick with this. Obviously, the one time he did not go with this, it was bad and it showed. Um, I think um, slowly but surely, Cruz and Modric have to be you know at, like slowly out of the team. But Cruz is performing, and you can't drop Fantastic. him. But Shawmany, Fede, games. and Jude are the future. So and. Uh, this game they didn't get a clean sheet, but every other game they've played together was a clean sheet and they perform they perform well every time. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. I agree 100% with what you said. And I mean, to back th- this game with uh, before uh, to kind of stack performances, we talk about, and to have the 3 well, yeah. 0 win on the weekend where they were just as good, uh, yeah, fantastic against Girona. And you look to the bench and there is depth in spots, like we said, they it's not like they're you know thin. They, they were mm-hmm. able to bring Jose, who I think has been fantastic. Credit to him. gives a great aerial threat. for Mendy was really, really good. Um, and, I mean, when you can go to the bench and bring, you know, Danny Ceballos and Luka Modric, how many teams in the world can say they can bring those types of players off the
1: bench? So, Absolutely. Uh, leaning, lean, leaning on that midfield. Obviously, Vinny and Rodrigo, uh, whenever they get the opportunity, will will do what they do. Um, as they have done all the, uh, all of last year. Um, but you have to separate yourself somewhere on the pitch and I think nobody gets near them in the midfield that you have four, five, six players that can start any time. Obviously Modric is not the same player as he was you know a few years ago, but he's still you know a reliable player and he can come in and play 15, 20 minutes every game, you know and not a lot of teams in the world have that. Hundred um, percent,
0: and and Rudiger was was fantastic too. So
1: I mean, yep. top and, top Nacho, them, and Nacho and Nacho as well, and Nacho as well. I don't uh, think I
0: had them in my teams that could win it. Yeah, uh, but I definitely think I'm. I don't know, man. I don't know if they. I still don't think they can. I, I still think I'd be very happy with the semifinal. I just they're just one player away.
1: I think, uh, like I'm. I'm actually done counting out Real Madrid. Um. Uh, I, until I see them lose ten in a row, I'm completely out on it because I feel like, like whatever they do, I think you, I don't think you can count them out against anybody else except for like City or maybe Bayern. I, I think they can be any team in the world. I think even they can beat those
0: teams too. It just depends
1: on the day. I, I, eg- exactly, and and you saw last year they competed with City in the first game. Obviously, it didn't go well in the second leg, but like. I I don't know what it is. Obviously, the aura and being the world, being a Champions League team, and being the biggest club in the world, you know that has its effects on on the players and the belief of the team and the fans and all that stuff. Um, but I'm I'm out, man. I, I I don't I I need to see them. I need to see them out and out for me to actually doubt them again, especially yeah, heard, in this competition. Hundred
0: exactly. percent agree yeah. with that, and I mean Jude is.
1: Man, what a what a freaking player, bro! Man, oh player. my goodness! I was uh, it was a very attacking game. I think both teams had uh, both teams combined had thirty six shots, um, and then Jude scored in the first game in the Champions League. Scored in the second game, which God, only two players have done before, um, and it's uh, and uh, yeah, one Cristiano. of them is obviously Ronaldo, and yeah. then the other one is uh, Chris uh, Christian Karembeu um or something like that um so he everywhere he goes every competition um he's just writing him, himself into the record books and and it's fair to say this has never been done before at somebody's at this age 20 years old and 20
0: years old, to, 20 years old. That position is is absolutely nuts
1: exactly so i i i, I <laughs> in in the champions league it's it's real madrid and then there's everybody else um and it's looking that way right now especially napoli's a great team like that's a great team so w- like winning 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 like they didn't have to win that game obviously you just need a a draw you're going to advance anyway but they put on a good performance and and vinny scored as well to get back into form he's he's unbelievable as well you have two cornerstones like two superstars two world beaters and then you have elite midfielders. It's it's a one man one player in, in world domination would be here. But thank God for that.
0: No, absolutely. Um, moving on off of Real. Oh yeah. I know. I know who we're talking about next. We'll talk about your team because we just talked about mine. I'm just gonna yeah. sit back and listen. I need to hear like why. Obviously, the loss to Lens was maybe the biggest shock of the of the match day for me. Uh, yeah, kind of walk me through uh, why it happened and and you know
1: your frustrations as a
0: fan or if you were even frustrated. Maybe it was just one of those days.
1: Um, I I think it's it was one of those days where I think we could have squ- shouts to uh, Bryce Samba. He had an unbelievable game. Mm-hmm. Um, he saved two, three, like just clear cut goals. Um, but other than that, it was just. Arsenal playing sloppy, Arsenal playing um, weak in the defense, um, like there's no buildup. I, th- I thought Lens from the first minute to the end of the game, they played better than us. Um, and, then, and then the season continues to get worse. Saka's injured now. Um, we don't know if he'll be playing this weekend against City. Martinelli's injured. And those are the two players whose profiles are not on this team. And they play on opposite sides of the field. Um, and we don't have anybody that can do what they, which 100%. just makes us more predictable, um, just makes us just we we only attack just side to side, side to side, side to side. And that's what we did for. We we didn't even look like we could get a goal for. I think they scored around the six, six, 70th minute and we weren't threatening at all. Um, but, you know, like these are problems that we've seen early on in the season and a loss like this. Obviously, this is the first loss of the season. In the prem and anywhere else in competitions, but I thought it was coming. And then I thought we we scored the first goal, and I was like, okay, maybe we can sneak out a one, you know, one zero win or something like that. But when the defense doesn't show up and we're making even uh, Raya made a mistake, the first goal was on him. Um, so nobody came to play, and obviously Lens is not is a pot four team, but. You Know they were number two in uh league one last year and they lost the league by one by one point, so they 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 played unbe- I was uh, th- that was my first time watching them. That was they were unbelievable, absolutely, absolutely. Nuts. absolutely. He is he's so incredible. Good. He's their
0: openda he's, replacement because obviously openda went to Leipzig, so I think yeah. he's 20 or 21.
1: Yeah, he's very yeah. young, very, very good very player, and he was uh responsible for both goals. So, like, he was a goal and assist,
0: yeah. I mean. For me, like I the said, the first one Ar- was
1: unbelievable for him to come down with the ball yeah. and then just kick and, and it and lay it, it off. Just,
0: and the, the yeah. finish was equal as good the curler, like into the far corner. Great goal. But I mean yeah. this is the thing with Arsenal. Like I said, it's just lapses. Like it's all just can they control the lapses and concentration? That's that's the that's the
1: biggest thing for me. So um, and they have not shown they can for three straight years now, and it looms in the biggest moments it happened against man city last year in a league title race um it's happened now it's happening in the champions league um so i it's just it we know when it's coming and it's like the most it's like we cannot prevent it i don't know what arteta has to do to to put this um to bed but it it, it looks like an ongoing problem and it's 3 years running right now it's just yeah. we we hurt ourselves more than anyone else I mean, can hurt us. Like
0: I said, it's a young. It's the combination of being a young team, and they just don't have that dynamite, like attacking player that just when the game is rough, when the team isn't playing to the best of their ability, he just goes and gets you a goal. Like they still, like I said, I always say those two things with Arsenal: great team, yeah, but young, and you see it at times, and they're just missing that like that it factor. Like it's just the, this they don't have. Enough difference makers, maybe I'll say that. Obviously, Saka is a great player. I I think he is one of one of on that caliber. But they need like a a Harry Kane, Erling holland uh, a Vinicius Junior. They need someone like that.
1: And and somebody like that is not out there. They're the not moment, easy to find. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Um, I th- I th- I think what we need at least for to get us through this season is a limit striker. And and I've tried to, like, put this, you know, I've just said Gabriel Jesus is, at least for last year, for long periods of time, he was our best player. So I don't think we need to play, you know, we don't need another striker because he, he's so, like, at least as a complete striker, he's not, like, a goal scorer or anything like that. But for him, um, I think to take the next step, I think you need a 20-goal scorer on this roster. You I do. think you need... Um, especially with how versatile Gabriel Jesus is because he can play anywhere on the pitch. Yeah, play on the right. He can play on the left. Um, So I'm leaning towards that right now. But obviously, it's the first loss of the season. I'm not, we're in a fairly easy group. I think if we just take care of business at home, I think that'll be fine. Uh, We'll advance. But this is where you start building good habits um, where when elimination uh, stages start, they don't bite you in the ass.
0: Yeah, you can't have these type of games and knockouts like you said for sure. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, the, the panic, but the panic bells are, are not going off for 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 them. Obviously, uh, you know, no, nothing, no, no, not you know, not... give them time. Next game is uh, is that Sevilla, next?
1: Yeah, I Sevilla, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, Sevilla away, yeah. which is not an easy place to play. By the way, talk about like the atmosphere for these first time Champions League teams, like even Union lens and and newcastle we're gonna talk about later absolutely nuts Mm -hmm. like it's it's literally one of the best thing of the competition
1: what are those what are those signs called like a tifo right are those tifos the tifos
0: yeah
1: yeah lens had one up oh my goodness it was it was just all the whole crowd was yellow and red oh it was unbelievable so sick. unbelievable
0: but um we'll, we'll move on from there let's talk about the other team in england uh Another team in England that won kind of briefly, we'll talk about Man City. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Doku, difference maker off the bench, goal and an assistant, ten minutes. Absolutely. Uh, and and oh Julian Alvarez, what a player. Oof. Oh my goodness.
1: He's he's special, man. I I don't know how like I last year they did everything they can to keep him off the pitch, but they year he's played every game. He's been I think their best player, I agree. Um, and then in numbers they speak for themselves. I think he's been outperforming Holland in every category possible. Yes. Um. But. And 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 the Doku signing is coming through. I think I think the reason they bought him is he is a completely different player than uh, Grealish, and that's I'm what you need. Yeah. Yeah, and very very so,
0: direct. So uh, and and it it's chaos where you can bring in someone like that with 15 20 minutes left to go in the game. So
1: yeah, those legs are, oh my goodness. He's he's unbelievable. I think I think um Graylish is slowly slowly like just walk, getting did out of see, the team. you did but... you see
0: after after the game like he was talking to Pep and people were kind of clowning and they were just like I mean, this is Doku yeah the writing is on the, the wall the he's exactly the writing yeah. is on the wall but i mean they city and, and you
1: and you know you know how pep is he'll he'll offer of the cameras everything else but doku's young he's direct he does everything that grealish does and more um so it's he he needs to be playing full-time
0: yeah no absolutely uh moving on oh now we got the juicy fixtures we'll talk about uh <laughs> Hmm, let's talk let's talk uh you know let's let's talk let's talk PSG first. So Okay First game in the Champions League in 20 years at St. James's yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. 26% possession. You look at the lineup before the game, wow, Lachelles and Char and Byrne versus Moani, Ramos, Mbappe Dembele.
1: Yeah.
0: They get slapped. And very, yeah. it's it's not one of those like, oh, you know, they didn't, you know, uh, against no, the Roma play, 100% deserved.
1: Yep, as convincing as possible. It was 100. just utter domination. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Uh, Talk to PSG, me about what you think. PSG trotted out their, you know, whole summer lineup right there. They, yeah. Dembele was starting, Ramos was starting, Mbappe was starting. Mbappe was starting obviously um yeah. and they were completely manhandled they were completely outplayed they were completely um that they they lost every 50-50 ball what it feels like um and then they didn't create anything they had was 76 ball possession and they were not a threat at all it was just side to side passing and and you listed all those players those players are you know um Newcastle Academy players or have come through their system and uh, it means a lot more to them than because they know the history and they know they haven't been here for twenty years, um, and they played they played incredibly well. I thought they come, they're uh, right now on an unbelievable streak. They've won I believe five of their last six games, um, all competition. Um, especially after the AC Milan game, I thought they needed to you know show why they are here, and they've done it. They've dismantled teams in the uh, in the Premier League in club competitions um and now that's arguably the best team they'll play you know so in For at sure. least their group in their group and they completely manhandled them
0: no 100% and then and then
1: and then and then uh bruno bruno Guimeras? oof unbelievable him man. and tonali oh my they God. have they have um,
0: fantastic players in certain spots kieran Trippier, fantastic Yeah, uh, gomez like you said great tonali i mean great signing almirón has been fantastic since last season isak was good was good money uh anthony gordon uh you know they didn't i don't he didn't play today but um uh, harvey barnes uh, they, have a, yeah. they have a great team so so we'll see kind of how far they this is a great i'd say they have a great cup team like definitely Absolutely. i think you know that home advantage is no joke that the place and in my prediction i don't know if you remember i said one one yeah. And I said they'd score first, and that place would explode. And when that goal went in from Amaron, the like the it was just like the floodgates open. I think like the next the next fifteen minutes was just hell for PSG. And the pressing the whole game, like I remember, the, I think it was yeah, three one in like the eighty fifth minute, and they're pressing like up the field, running like first first guys like uh, first guys taken care of, second guys taken care of, like tackling, uh, unbelievable energy. And and a great win, top to bottom.
1: Yeah. Um, and enough about Newcastle. <laughs> now what
0: let's about talk about PSG. The... <laughs> talk I mean, to me about PSG.
1: We do already you... know
0: where this is going. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll just we'll just kind of no sugarcoating. I yeah. I thought that they were one of the winners of the window. They spent three hundred fifty million. Uh, I think yep. it starts to come down that there is just like an identity issue with this team. Uh, yeah. Where they just get into these. I feel like anytime the pressure is on for PSG, they just crumble. It's like in their identity. You know, we talk about it maybe in English football with like Tottenham, but it's like the mm-hmm. same type of concept. Like they just they are so mentally weak. And I think that starts with Mbappe, who today was dreadful. I didn't think he played yeah. well at all.
1: To say I, the least.
0: I mean, now I think the public is like, very, before it was like, you know people were 50 50 but he's wasting his career there like this this team i don't want to overreact off of one game because obviously one game you can play bad i still think that they have the talent to win it but he's wasting yeah. his career there they're never they're not challenged domestically which by the way domestically they're fourth or fifth they're fifth, fifth Sorry. Yeah. fifth right now um they're not challenged domestically they you know Mbappe is gonna be twenty five this year and will have never played uh, outside of outside of French football other than other than the Champions League. Like he's gonna be 20, 25 or twenty six if he leaves next summer, which I don't even think he's going to at this point. Like this is these are his boys. Like this, he built this team. So now, yeah. like it's it's just like you gotta if you you know you cannot sign checks that you can't cash like i think that's the way the the, the expression goes right like yeah like, you bought dembele you got a number nine you got two number nines in kolomwani and Ramos, so you can just purely play on the position that you love in, in on the left you you kicked neymar out you kicked Messi out uh, they brought in center yeah. backs they brought in your friend lucas hernandez they brought in a dm like the excuses are gone like there are no more excuses for psg you have a world-class coach you have a great team the time for him to perform is now at, at in this competition, and there's going to be some huge question marks if, if performances like this uh, stay. I think that's where that's where. Ab- I'm at.
1: Ab- ab- absolutely, I think I think he's. It's getting to the point, especially with his age. You know, for so long he's been because Mbappe's been a, a thing since he was 18. You know, and we always 16, people oh, always not even. yeah six yeah yeah and 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 he's been you know, the excuse is always, he's he's young. He has time. He's about to be 25 years old. And that's when it's like, Oh shit. Like this guy might be here for his whole career. That's, I I think that is starting to set in for people where it's like, now it's like, like why, you know, why is he doing this now? Um, I think you, you hit it right on the head. I think this whole team is, something like that he talked to them about. And he said, I want this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And they gave him everything he wanted. And now it's just ultimately waiting for him to sign. Um, And, and the whole like PSG identity thing, I completely agree with you, but this is a franchise that has always struggled. They have never won a champions league. They've tried every, they've They've spent billions of dollars. They've made one final year in the COVID year. And he stunk it up and he was the worst mm-hmm. player on he that was. team. On that he at was. least. Um, and but for the last few years, he's there's been a little bit of, you know, just locker room beef on who was the man. And ultimately he won out because he's the youngest. It's, it's, it's French. him
0: now, for it's, sure. It's his show. It's <laughs> yeah, his show.
1: Exactly. And and if he leaves, if he leaves now, is basically you're like what I'm gonna be asking is why were you here the last three years? You know, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. You, you got everything you wanted. Like you made your bed, now you must lie in it, right? Exactly. So he is exits the door? You you've basically wasted three years of like where he was arguably the best player in the world, um, where he could have been competing for trophies, like a, a, being at Real Madrid. Being obviously the only place he'll go to is Real Madrid, but. So him leave, I think that's not gonna happen, but I think it's worse like just him leaving. If he stays and he's like, Okay, this is my country, this is my club, I'm gonna stick it out, and then 10 years from now he wins one. It's like okay, you know, and he stacks up well, his videos and maybe win, another do you world. Think,
0: Cup. Do you really think they'll win?
1: Absolutely not. This is I don't PSG. think so. Either. They will not really? win one. They the way the way they've gotten here is so shady. I don't think I don't think uh the uh, Karma is in is in on their side on this one. But, no, 100%. but he at the end of the day, he's Killian Mbappe. He's I to me, he's the world's best player. He is the world's best player. Um and for him to be suffering like this, especially losing to somebody like Newcastle, where I you can lose to anybody, you know. It's, this is football. Anybody can lose at any time. But to be dominated, to be manhandled, where you don't even look like equals, you know, like where I I remember like yesterday, Lens, uh, their Twitter account tweeted out uh, something along the lines of, like, like Farmers the Farmers League, League you know? strikes again yeah. or
0: something. Yeah, the
1: the Prem could do the same thing to the biggest club in 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 their country right now. Obviously, because the way Newcastle took care of that. So I I don't know where this is going. Obviously, this is one game. Uh, they won their first game. Uh, they're not in uh, Dortmund and AC Milan drew today, so they're still in second place. It's not a worry, but. Um, it's it's a concern, and moving forward, I think Mbappe needs to like take a look in the mirror and just make a decision. I think he'll stay. I, you and I both agree that he'll stay. I think so So, too. Because he's he's too he's too far he's too in he's too in deep. You know, he's 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 so it's just sad seeing it because like you saw the the shots of his face and stuff like that. I I think he's just like. I think reality is starting to set in, and once you are in ties with these billionaires, with these head of state people, I think I it just gets out of control. It's uh, is uh, maybe some will say it's not even you know in his hands. You know, these decisions are ultimately being made for him, no, and he's just getting paid. Too. So I mean, Al Khalifa so.
0: literally said earlier this week, he was like or maybe it was last week where he was like we are happy to to have mbappe and we will have him or something like i forgot what the exact words no, were no
1: the 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 way they 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 speak of him to the media like they're so confident that he's not going anywhere remember remember then, when the
0: the thing you were like that you quoted yeah, where you were like he's mbappe like, will never leave and and he will never leave on a free and he will, I forgot what the the wording
1: was. Yeah, you know that, that's exactly about. what it was. Yeah, Mbappe will never leave on a free. And he signed. And and now the way they're talking is this is at least con, uh, co- contract wise. This is a guy that can walk in eight months. You know, no questions asked. He can go 100%. anywhere in the world. But the way they're talking is he's here for life. So, man, free my guy, bro. I don't know. It's not even free more. my
0: guy. It's his choice. It's exactly. his choice. He had the choice to leave for free last year. I mean, look at the PR for Mbappe. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Look at Holland. How much his his like his status has taken off, and look at Jude Bellingham. These are players, in my opinion, great players, but they don't touch the talent of Kylian Mbappe, and he is yeah. wasting his career in PSG. And now this is the first year I think since he was at PSG where he's like every. Like every check that's signed is his. Like you, he yep. has to cash the checks. Like they did everything you wanted. You kicked out Neymar and Messi, which is already insane. You brought in your friends in defense. You you brought in uh you brought in your best friend and Usman Dembele. You got in a pure number nine, so he can play on the left. The excuses are gone. Like there are no excuses. This is the year for Mbappe. If PSG has another ugly exit there's no hiding behind. I can't play where I want to play. I don't have the personnel that we want. You spent 350 million in the summer. You stayed. You have to catch the checks this year. Like you said, you made your bet. Now you got to sleep in it.
1: Yep. And I, and, and they're even struggling in, in their, in their league. So this is, no, this is going to be a long season. I don't, I I don't see a way out of this. I, I, and I don't don't think they can, I I, obviously they have the talent on paper, to win this competition to go very far. But we've seen them have Messi and Neymar not get past the round of sixteen. We've seen that yeah, happen. Yeah, and yeah. I and I don't and I I don't think it's a it's a like they it's not a talent issue. It's just a club issue.
0: No, I agree hundred percent. But we'll move we'll move from from PSG. This is the club yeah. I think we're gonna spend a long we're gonna be here for a while. We okay. We had our, our disagreements on Eric Ten Hag a couple of weeks ago. Since that, yeah. I think they've played 10 games. They've lost six. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend was probably the... Or this uh, this week was probably the most devastating, I would argue, of the losses. Uh, yeah. 3-2 loss to Galatasaray at home. It's the first time a Turkish club has ever won in England. Or mm-hmm. in Old Trafford, at least, for sure. Old Tra- yeah. Uh, you can start because I have a lot to say about this. Let's let's see what I want to see. I want to.
1: I want. I want to. Uh, can we like talk about the first uh first uh Galatasaray goal? Did you see that where the ball bounced was, twice in the box? It it was a seventy yard ball um all the way across the pitch, and Wilfred Zaha literally has Dala right here, and the ball bounces outside the box and then bounces again at the penalty, and it's just. I, I like that sums up their entire season to me. Um, it was just poor defending. It was Varon, uh, Varon literally is watching the ball and he's running after, he's running after, he's running after and it bounces the penalty and he completely just slows down. And then he sees that Wilfred Zaha has the ball and then he starts sprinting again. And it just, it's watching it. I like, I, and, 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 and there was like, like, like good takeaways from this game. I thought, Rasmus shined. He's an he's been fantastic, unbelievable fantastic for them.
0: fantastic player, yeah.
1: Fantastic showing. He's done everything he can. He's he's shown why he was worth 75-80 million pounds. Um but in they've played two games in this competition. They've lost twice. Uh they've conceded seven goals now. Um Onana has looked completely outmatched like he's responsible for like three four goals in these last in the two Champions League games, he's responsible for a red card. I I, I don't blame that red card on on Casemiro because that's a goal. That's yeah. a, like that's a tap in right there that he just that he had to take that. And then it was a good decision because they, um, the they missed the penalty. Yeah. But five minutes later, Onana gets chipped standing up. Like, did you see how low the chip was? Too. It, I was like, if he just stood there and just waited, he. I'm oh my god. I don't it is just if if you watch it in slow motion, it just looks like he pump fakes, pump fakes, pump fakes and then chips him as Onana's like literally in slow motion falling backwards and I'm just like like so that doesn't look good. That's your that's, that was the premier signing of the of the summer, I think. Yeah. The 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 one position where I didn't think they they needed to ship out De Gea to like get that much better, but they paid a premium for this guy because they thought he would completely change the way they play. Yeah. Um, and he's not done that. He's been a complete liability. And I know, and I, I like they, they've been even playing him in cup games just to just speed up the process of him getting used to this uh, tempo of the prem, you know. Um, but Rashford again, stinker. Bruno, stinker. Uh, Onana, stinker. Mount, stinker. like, i uh, and Amrabat is playing left back and it's that's that's not where he should be. That's on not the where pitch. I don't think, play, yeah. and I don't, and I and it looks bad because he's because for the uh, I believe the the first goal, yeah, he he was the one that kept um him off uh, the last goal, the last goal, the last goal, the last yeah. goal. Yeah, Amrabat was like there's no defensive shape anywhere there he's not a left back he's a midfielder he, he sometimes he's completely unaware of like where he is on the pitch that's what it looks like um but i just i just think it's just is is sad at this point cuz it looks like they can't beat anybody cuz bayern is on a completely on different level yeah fine. and then galatasaray is i think a tier below them and it doesn't even look like that and i don't i don't know but um if you want to talk about ten hag uh I was wrong. <laughs> that's on, all I have to say. On, on I don't, which I, part? I, th- I think. I think. Uh, I like. I would. I like. He's still in his second year, so I'll give him a bit of a benefit mm. of the doubt. But there hasn't been no improvement. Exactly. That's my, big, that's my biggest. That's uh, my biggest like problem with how he's managed this team. I feel like last year they were meh, 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 and then as you like to say, Great they hit a purple, purple patch. patch. Yep. Yeah, and then completely fell off again. But this year, I, I feel like they should have built on that. And obviously, it's his transfers, he his players that he brought in. There's no excuses. Mount is his player. Onana is his player. Amrabat is his player. All those players, and all three of those players started today. Um, Casemiro is his player. So, like, those players have not made a difference where it's taken them to another tier, or at least, uh, like, I, I, last year they were barely a top four team. I thought this year... They should have. Be, they should have been a consensus top four team. I don't think they're a consensus top eight team. So that's like they're, they're, three they're, steps they're, back. Yeah, they're no. awful. They're awful Maybe. in every aspect of of when it comes to football. They can't defend. Mm-hmm. They can't attack. Rashford mm-hmm. is a completely one way football player. He touches the ball. One trick pony. He just runs. And 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 I feel like that's who he was all last year but But he was scoring one trick phone. He was was scoring. And now, and now defenses are concentrating on him and, and it there's no answer. I I don't see it ending anytime soon. And I don't think it leads to a sacking. So like, where do we go from here? So it's, it's just, it's just pathetic.
0: No, I agree with a lot of what you said. Like, first of all, the Galatasari performance takes away what the hell happened on the weekend. What the hell was that? The crystal palace loss, uh, there's so many problems with United, I don't even know where to start. The first goal, the ball bounces twice in the box, like you said. Yeah. Bro, in high school, the ball's not allowed to bounce twice in the box. You know how much you'd run the day after a game if the ball bounced twice in the box? Like, that just cannot happen. And the professional level, like, from such a routine play. And how many years on years on years on years does does Manchester United just they just have these like these head scratching goals or it's like I cannot believe what they're conceding and the thing is with yeah. Eric Ten Hag is 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 one thing for me and one thing only it's that it's not just the the fact that they're losing it's the way they're losing the football yeah. is uninspiring there's no energy today he had to pl- that game he had to play Hannibal just to get some energy in the midfield yeah no matter how much they spend they look eh, like 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 exactly like you said that I said is that last season? I think they got saved by that purple patch. Like they had like a fifteen run game. Where to be fair to them, they were playing out of their mind. they beat be Barcelona, um, uh, almost home and away. Uh, they yep. were they were great in the league. they beat be Man City. Uh, so these they have the players that are capable of playing well, but it's just something is missing for Onana. Okay, he's been piss poor. Uh, I will say, give him time. Yeah. This is like his fifth or what fifteenth game for United. He's been very, very, very bad though. One hundred percent, no debate. Uh, rasmus Hoyland, like you said, you know, uh, credit to to the to the signing. He's been he's been great. Uh, three three goals now in two Champions League games. Uh, he's been, mm-hmm. you know, he's given them that, that that number nine that they've needed for for a while now. That you know, pure option. But again, he's a kid. He's going to have games where he plays very bad. Just the, the reality yep. of the situation. They're, not every single week he can he can give you what he just gave you. Uh, Amrabat obviously has to play right now in the uh, in and as a fullback because of the injuries and how many people are missing there. But they're using Casemiro as like a collect and spray midfielder, which doesn't fit his profile at all. Like that's never who he's been. It's just like that's utter incompetence. Varane and Lindelof, yeah. they both look horrible. I don't know what is going on it's just so uninspiring and the thing is you could see it coming from a mile away i think i mentioned like last week that i think i had galatasaray ahead of united in my you,
1: you did in, yeah you said you said stage. they would finish second yeah
0: galatasaray is a great team like there are not many there are not many teams that can bring tang game dombele and Dries mertens from the bench they have Wilfred zaha Icardi. they, they have they have a great team but yeah you are united like this is your home opener in the champions league you lost your first game so the pressure is on this is the the game you need points and you've been losing on the weekend like this is a new competition you can almost you know wipe the slate clean and just they come up short every single time they they the pressure is on it's it's just it's p it's we just talked about psg coming up short that's the same thing you can argue brighton they got slapped Arsenal, they lost. Tottenham, they got slapped. You know, uh, Bayern, uh, Bayern they, they deserve to lose, even though they played great mm-hmm. for, for periods of that game. Crystal Palace, what in the world was that? Even the Brighton win, you can be like, okay, what's going on? But like I said, for me, it's not even the fact that they're losing. It's the way they're losing. It's such uninspiring football. It's like not, nothing has changed in, in 18 months, the last 18 months with Ten Hag.
1: Exactly. And it's it's I I feel like this has been the theme for a while since Sir Alex left. I feel it's just like one season and then you're just off a cliff. It happened with it happened with Ole, it happened with Mourinho, it happened Mourinho finished second and then he was fired the next year in December. And it's he was second
0: and then lost six in seventeen and got fired. And they
1: lost six in ten. Exactly. So I, I I don't think they are approaching anything differently but like w- what 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 do you think are like for them to at least salvage this season what what do you think they need to do
0: this season is dead for me like i don't know there's they just there's just they need to. They need to play with some heart. Like remember last year when they lost their first three games, and then they went and played Liverpool, and like the yep. energy was there. You could see it was just like a different type of team. Like they need that. They need that. You need to see that they like they want it you like you look at the plays such uninspiring football and the thing is like and now it's where because a lot of people put blame on the ownership the ownership has gotten them every player they've wanted for me like the issues is not with ownership infrastructure that type of stuff we can we can have a different discussion it's obviously the manager doesn't do anything but eric ten hag uh throws sancho out of the team sells ronaldo his first season these are big profile mm-hmm. names uh mm-hmm. obviously Maguire benches Maguire. You know, he's he's been very vocal with his team selection. Uh you you have to cat like same thing with Mbappe. I feel like we're talking the same, it's like mirrored with PSG. If you do these yeah. type of things, you have to back it up, man. Like you have to back up what like what you're doing. So you kick cristiano to to Saudi you get you remove Sancho from the team you say his poor performances and his conduct is unacceptable uh you get every single player that you've wanted uh bar maybe Harry Kane but they got Hoyland, who has been great you have to back it up now like th- this is you know you know I think, clock I is think,
1: like the the clock is ticking and and the only bright spot this season has been Hoyland. And you mentioned yeah, he's nineteen yeah. years old. Once yeah. that stops, it's dark. Oh yeah. I like I I saw today they were playing Bruno on the right again, and I I don't think he prefers that at all. No, nope. but well, you have to because um, you bought Mason Mount. And Ma- what does Mason Mount do? He walks right back into the team. Why? Because he will cost sixty five million pounds, and it, it, and it's the same routine. Same. It's so repetitive. It's it's sickening hey it, it's I, I i don't know i don't know i don't see a way out of this because... i'm just tired
0: of the owners like they they blame the owners and for me it's just like the owners have gotten you every player you wanted this like for me <laughs> no, this no, no. is all the the players the mentality of the players has to start coming into question and the coach that's it yep and if the problem and... is that these players are not playing well go start playing kids like i actually respect the hell out of Hag for bringing in Meshbury to the team. He's young and he's gonna run. And and he and he plays with energy. At least if you're gonna lose, at least look like you care. Like it cannot be this slow, lazy, lethargic football. You get you get properly outplayed every week. It's pathetic.
1: The I think they had they had one option of like not being in this position where they're in right now. And that was just I think trusting Ragnik. That was, and we've talked about this before. I think they should have just put faith in him because he's the only one that has identified the only problem in this club. It's not money. And it's, they've hired every possible manager, all that stuff. You have to just completely rebuild this team I from agree. scratch. He's, he need like, you need 15 new players yeah, and you cannot do that with 10 hag right now because seven of those 50 uh, uh, new players are his and they're, they their players they're players he's worked with good. before.
0: We obviously joke before? about his, his talent ID. So, yeah. I, uh, that I, was I, also I, one of the things he did, but sorry to cut you off, but like no, the you, first thing the first thing he did when he got to the club, he's like, I don't want to deal with some advisor guy. Like, get this guy the hell out of here.
1: Yeah, the, the, he's, he's overplayed his hand and now everything is focused on him. He's 100%. under the most pressure right now because the team's the same. So now you the guy managing it has to be looked at. Yeah. He's the one picking the team, he's the one buying the players. It's not money. You you have 4 you've been given a 400 million dollar pound euros whatever it is a war chest and you yeah. have nothing to show for it. Nothing to Absolutely. show for it. Nothing.
0: I mean, if they got into top 6 this season and didn't win a trophy I'd be like okay they salvaged the season like they did well for themselves. Like it is dark and 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 their next couple of games are are uh let's let's look uh brentford home not easy sheffield away should win that game then you get copenhagen at home you have to win that game if you don't win that game then man city newcastle fulham and then copenhagen again like they, they have the fixtures but you're gonna have to go into turkey and win against galatasaray and then you're gonna have to be Bayern. so it's not easy, yeah, those, man. Like you,
1: I said, you you need those six points to advance. You yeah. need those six points, and and I don't think they'll get it. They can't win at home. They can't win away. They can't beat a small team. They can't beat a big team. So <laughs> Copenhagen like, is not an easy place to you get going into Denmark. By, Bayern barely beat them today. So, yes,
0: they are a good team.
1: They are a good team. So,
0: so let's uh, let's kind of pivot. We talked a lot about UCL. We don't have much left, but this is one of the things I was really interested to see. Okay, first of all, that game on the weekend was great. The the Ange versus Klopp lived up to the hype. But there's one thing that people are talking about. It's not the game, and it's the VAR decision with Luis Diaz, uh, who was clearly onside. Uh, Goal disallowed. I'm interested to see what you think about this because I actually have no idea where you're going to go with this. So,
1: I It was because everybody, I, I was watching the game. So like I, it, it was clearly on side mm-hmm. and then VAR, obviously no lines, all that stuff. And then the explanation came out and it seemed like the same repetitive, you know, um they do every year, at least two, three times a year. We messed it up. But then I Sorry. heard the, yeah. yeah, but then I heard the the audio or the live video that was happening in the VAR room. And it clearly identified that it was onside mm-hmm. and clearly communicated to the refs on the pitch that that should be a goal and they should stop the match and stop the match and stop the As they said that several times. And so like, I don't think that was a VAR issue. I think that was clearly a referee issue, which is the bigger issue in in England. And that's where I think it came out today that the ref will not be, refing any more liverpool games in for the rest of the season something like that like like if you are a ref for a league especially as you know like media driven as the premier league is um you can like you can't have a ref that you don't can't trust ref a team, a team like yeah. that's just that's just like he needs to go um if you're going to go that route if you're going to say he can't ref he might as well just not be on. He should not be reffing. Um, and I, and like the backlash, all that stuff I think was warranted. And then media went this way and then they went that way. Um, so like, for me, I just, I just thought it was a on field issue where the ref clearly messed up and then they would not change their decision because they could have stopped. I, I, I was watching it and the ball was out of bounds. It was a throw in. They could have easily just stopped and said, Hey, that's a goal. Um, but they didn't. They chose not to. And now that is a clear, obviously, we don't know how the game would go, but that was for a chance for Liverpool to go up. And and then they ended up losing that game. And Klopp is saying we need to replay. Obviously, okay. that will not happen. That will not. Happen. Obviously, <laughs> that shouldn't happen because this is just part of sports. Yeah. But I I I think Liverpool got screwed pretty badly. And it's just I, I don't know if is VAR and and the refs on the field are they like one, the are they under the PGMOL or something like that together or are they two separate entities themselves? No,
0: that's a good question. Like for me, the thing was is like already English referees I think are like the dodgiest referees for any of the leagues. Like they make absolutely weird decisions even like last year they even in when they are in Europe anytime it's brought up like they have issues like for example maybe Anthony Taylor we always talk about him Europa League yeah. final they were really questionable decisions but for me it's just like the thing that's frustrating to me is like the technology exists like the the, the World Cup and the Serie A had has well it's really started in the World Cup uh, and the yeah. Champions League have offside technology now in place where you don't need var you don't even need var to do it you can have the referee and it goes right to a check and it's a computer and there's and there's cameras in the stadiums and it's very easy and it takes like 15 seconds the world cup was it's always great to be fair the world cup is always fantastic with referees which it's the best friends in the world you would
1: hope and Um, and do you know why because they don't take any english
0: referees and what does that tell you and England already has so many weird rules. Like they're so different from from Europe. In like handball is always it's the biggest problem in England. Like it's it's a problem everywhere to be fair, but like it's yeah. the mo- it's the biggest in England. The, the the pushback on added time. Uh, and now this, the technology is there. Why are we still drawing lines on the screen? And in, even remember the World Cup when they first started VAR for offsides. How simple it was, and then it went to England. And they started doing these, like, one-pixel lines. And then if the guy's, like, toenail was offsides, then they would call him offsides. And then now they switch the pixelated line from, like, one-pixel to five. It's like reinventing the wheel for no reason. Remember the the Wolves game against Liverpool where Adama was, like, literally his toenail was offsides. And they called it off. Yeah. That was crazy. Like that's something that you just don't see in other leagues. Like it's, it's like over they overanalyze, like that's the word I'll use. It's overanalyze and really the best course of action, because I don't trust English refs already is just take as much of the game you can out of their hands where the technology is there. Like offside technology for automation exists. Just, just get rid of it. Like, why are we still drawing lines?
1: I I don't know if you remember during the World Cup, uh, the first game I believe it was uh Qatar versus Colombia Ecuador. Ecuador. And, oh, it was Ecuador, sorry, yeah, Ecuador, yeah, yeah. and literally within I believe the first ten minutes there was a VAR thing and it was offside and it was a goal and it was taken care of in the most like just they checked offside and we moved on. Obviously, it was 10 some seconds people, you can disagree ten seconds and it was <laughs> it, and it was one of those controversial offsides, you know, where you're like, oh, is he in the way? Is he not? Um, because it was, I think the goalie missed the ball or something like that. And yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, whereas England, they complicate things because I don't, I like for 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 somebody to say, hey, we need a VAR check, and then to ultimately just decide without it being verified and just move on is, it's just unheard of. But it's England, so it's happened. I remember last year, uh, Arsenal got screwed that way in in against Brentford, where the guy was completely offside. And I believe they fired the guy, um, and then it happened again this year. And they're saying this guy cannot cannot ref against Liverpool for the rest of the year. So obviously, this is not this is a league wide issue, and the biasness. And you can clearly see that Anthony Taylor is a fan of this guy and of this club. And all these referees are from this side of the country. And would you only have three referees from this, this side is of the weird, country? Man, exactly. His, it's completely odd, and it's so unfair to Liverpool. Obviously, um, like, Tottenham has no control over that. I, we think, obviously, like, I don't want to even go there, but Tottenham has no control over what happened on the pitch uh, or, or what decision was made, but it just sucks because it ruined a really good game, mm-hmm. um, and it took over the media. And then you have, like, Ange Postacoglu coming out and saying, oh, mistakes are made. Obviously, this is his are, first though, year. They to be fair. They they are made, but like this is something that I swear to you, the Premier League is good for at least three of these a season. This is not the first time. They're huge in terms
0: of consequences, like
1: and they are costly. Which which was
0: the team that literally got relegated because the goal line technology like
1: failed to work. Uh, was it last year? No, it was two years
0: ago. i forget it. it I remember
1: two years ago Leeds almost got screwed out of a and uh, like uh, they they were in a relegation battle. I remember like something that had to do with Rafinha scoring a penalty and stuff like that. But it, it it's too costly. These these clubs are points and draws and wins are so dire and they're so desperate for this stuff for you to be screwed. Um, ultimately, the, Liverpool and and. Tottenham are teams that are competing for top four. Obviously, this will have somebody got three points and another team got zero. Huge so, difference. Huge difference, and it's 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 I it's not going to stop. I, I don't know what the answer is. Would you get rid of VAR?
0: Absolutely not. No, the like the I, problem, I, I, like the problem is not VAR. Not even... It's just the overcomplicating. Like England has the best infrastructure in Europe it is so easy for them to implement this camera technology in 20 games, in 20 stadiums. Like, it is so easy, man. So, I don't know. I
1: that's... agree. They were, they were also, I remember, I think VAR was like a, a a full year ahead of it. Like, it, in, in the World Cup, it was in Champions League. I remember we, you were playing Carabao Cup and there was no VAR. And you, and I, I think the Premier League was a year behind when the Champions League and stuff got it. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I think they are got it. Refs on the field completely botched it and then and now that guy can't ref Liverpool games which makes no sense. Are means...
0: are they the only like they've worked, I think they started the trend but like the when they introduced offsides in the World Cup I'm pretty sure it was like visual like VR like the ref would go look and then if he thought it was offsides based off of the eye test, then he would call it. He obviously get the right angle. Then you go to the prem. They start drawing these one pixel lines, and then if his like hand is offside, it was just like what in the world? It's like this is this is not what we wanted to do with the tech. Like the tech is supposed to help the refs, like not to make the the game like miserable. And then they change, like I said, they change it from like the line being a certain width to a certain width. But it's still thin. It's just weird, bro. Just, just get rid of this offsides garbage. Integrate this camera technology that exists already and is great. I love the Champions League because we don't sit and wait for them to draw lines in the Champions League. If it's offsides, the game resumes fast. And just man, just <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Stuff, bro.
1: I don't know if you noticed. Um, at least the uh the last two days, VAR checks were like five minutes long. <laughs>
0: For the pens? everybody was
1: just yeah everybody was just extra calm. they're like okay let's just let me let me hear this guy out you know um i was it's just it's i they 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 see it was there's never any controversy there's never any it's
0: not as much but there definitely team. is but not as much not as much not obviously as much. but yeah
1: like nobody feels cheated is is like liverpool should feel cheated because the whole world saw it and then they, they have the audacity to I don't even think they should have released that footage. just come out with your statement. you do every year. and then you do that. and then you can clearly see this ref just ignoring what the VAR group is saying to him. It's a goal. it's a goal, it's a goal. kill the ball, kill the ball. and he does none of that. And it's just it's sad. No, oh, it's so sad. And, I would like I would be sick to stomach if I were a pole fan.
0: No, hundred percent, and even uh, yeah, like you hit it on the nail. Like the the refs were just like, it was a goal stop. Like stop. they were just like, man, like why why is it being called offside? So
1: that's when that's when the integrity of the game comes to a question because like you are being told that's a goal and you are blatantly ignoring it. That I I've never seen that. Please don't share footage like that to me again. No, do, all, whoever whoever yeah. hit
0: the green light on that. And the prem has so many weird rules like like I hate the three match uh, the three match suspension for for straight reds. I hate it.
1: Is it not like that everywhere?
0: No, I, it's one game. Really? I'm pretty sure in Spain it's one game. Wow, I didn't, I Yeah, I yeah,
1: that's, that's I actually in, I that's don't mind England,
0: No, I hate it, man. Three games.
1: Because three games like Curtis Jones,
0: like that tackle is a red. I agree it's a red. But do you think he should miss three games for trying to go for the ball and and, and missing it?
1: No no no. He he should not miss three games. Like I didn't I didn't know that was not a thing everywhere.
0: No, bro, in the Champions crazy. League if
1: you get a straight red, you're gone one game, bro. You don't miss half the damn competition. That that is that is true. I I remember when um was it against Ajax when Sergio Ramos took a yeah took a second yellow and he missed the second leg. Yeah. And you guys got but yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I thought that was a uh, I I swear I thought it was everywhere. That's crazy no, that it's No, no, it's just I, there. I, I have that. Yeah, no, but I would uh, not have thought them.
0: We'll, we'll talk about them for a little bit, but before we go into three five two, but Chelsea, yeah, two times I've predicted them to win, and they've won both times. So I will take your that team. On your team won. Absolutely, yeah, not my team, but they they played well. Uh, and this is what I said. Results are going to start to stack. I'm very, very excited to see them against Burnley this weekend.
1: Yeah, um, I thought I thought Caicedo was the best on the field. Um, Drick got his goal finally. He's off the twenty three games it, it took for him to score. He deserves it, man. And and now it's just one one at a time. That's all they have, but one game at a time. Just because they are such a talented team like I, I I'm I'm seeing their building like I believe it you know I believe in it and I just you just need results now and I think that's what that's is that, is that two, two no they had a draw last week but that's I think two of the last three weeks two because
0: they won in the cup so two wins in a row and they lost last in week the to cup, Emory yeah
1: so. oh yeah you're right yeah they did lose to
0: Emory so so we'll Bye. see Burnley this week and uh, I think I don't know I like I like finally let's see if they can you know step up to the challenge. Um all right. Let's
1: do 352. Let's do
0: 352. We do uh you know three three takes each. 5 minutes on the clock. Two people obviously. Uh let's start with yours. I have a feeling I know where you're going with your first one.
1: Um my first one, I rarely ever do this because I'm afraid of jinxing my team. But oh,
0: I knew I, it. <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep, sorry.
1: I think Arsenal convincingly beat City. Wow. I think, I think they're going to miss De Bruyne. They're going to miss Rodri. I think Rodri is somebody that Arsenal as a football club has no answer for because he's just so he's just bullied us for the last three years. Um, so I with him not playing, De Bruyne not playing, obviously Alvarez playing out of his mind, but I trust our center backs, um, to to handle Holland and, and Alvarez. But I, I, I'm worried if Doku starts, I think that would be a problem for us because Ben White gets cooked. Ben White gets cooked by freaking, um, Master Casey Wingers that can, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, but if Grealish starts, I think that, uh, uh and I think he will, um, I think Arsenal should handle it. Um, and I, uh, if Saka plays, if Saka doesn't, I, uh, I'm not really worried. I hope he's healthy long-term. But I, I probably don't want him to play this weekend. If he doesn't play, I think we still beat them. I think uh, I think we have enough. An, and if we want to compete for a title and if we want to be taken seriously, this is the first test of the season. And we need to pass with flying colors. It needs to be... Like obviously, like the Carabao Cup was some will say fluke because uh, not Caraboa Cup Community Shield because we scored like in the ninety seventh of uh to to equalize and then won in penalties, even though I I thought we played relatively well. But this is for points to for who goes to the top of the table. So I think we beat them two zero.
0: Okay, one of us will be wrong because I I think they win, and I think <laughs> who, I City? think. I think City wins but I think it's against the run of play like I think Arsenal will play better but they'll just score late. I I so I have 2-0 and I think they're going to score really late. Like I think it's going to be like 85, 88 or 88, 80 like 85,
1: 89. Uh see, I I I without Rodri I I don't see I think I think Partey's back. I don't think he's going to start but I think he'll play um and then with with Rice I think and Odegaard I have the two best mid on the pitch. Um, fair, fair, I, very think, fair. I want Kai Havers to start as a striker. And I think he will. So hopefully, he played really well against them in the Community Shield. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, we will see. Uh, your second?
1: Um, my second is the the World Cup. Uh, the, I think it's 2030 because 2026 yeah, is... We, uh, we barely talked about is, it. Yeah. the is going to be hosted by six countries ac- across... Three continents. Crazy. Um, they'll be playing in Spain, Portugal, Morocco, and then Uruguay, Paraguay, and Argentina for the first for the for, for three the games. host games. I think games, yeah. Yep, for the host games for the because it's a hundred year anniversary yeah. in the first yep. Um, I think that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life. And I don't it is awful because Spain, Portugal, and Morocco are so far away from Argentina, Paraguay, Paraguay. Like it is crazy far. I don't know if they look. Can you into imagine that, playing a game in
0: Argentina work. and three days
1: later you're playing in Morocco? bro, that is a day's journey. Like, are you serious?
0: That is crazy. Like, is... Absolutely crazy, crazy.
1: And 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 how compact the World Cup is because you're playing. Uh, seven in games the in a stages, month. group stages. It's every. Exactly seven games in a month, and then it's every other day in the elimination in the knockout stages. Like, that is such a disadvantage if somebody has to go play in Paraguay and has, like, ob- obviously, I think they will do a group. Like, I think they'll leave a group there to finish. But, like, I don't know. It's no, gonna it's be only terrible. those three I,
0: games. It's only the no openers. Way. It's only the openers.
1: <laughs> how to explain that? How, how like, just host the tournament unfair. there. I, I, I remember um, it, it was Argentina Parkway. They put in a bid, and obviously they lost. Is this like a consolation prize? That's like, what I'm that thinking. That is so awful.
0: I mean, the final that is, is going to be the Bernabeu, which is nice. I, that's going to be amazing for Ooh. that stadium to have a final. But another one, I think, because 19... What year was it, did they have the World Cup 62, maybe? I, I'm forgetting, but... Uh, they had the World Cup before, and the Ber- final was there. And the
1: Bernabeu Stadium is absolutely stunning. Now. Gorgeous! Oh my goodness! Absolutely gorgeous! Beautiful stadium.
0: But uh, so my second is PS. I never talk about this 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 league, but PSG play at Ren this weekend undefeated. Mm-hmm. Ren yeah. is undefeated, even though they have, they have five draws. I think they continue to struggle. I don't I think I think uh, give me a two two.
1: I I agree with you. You know. One thing about PSG is the Champions League Ls linger and they linger a while. Uh, it's been doing that for years now, so I I agree with you. I don't. Any chance they don't win the league? Mm, I think Monaco is at the
0: top right now. Nice is up there too. Give it time. Uh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. I doubt. They probably. They, will. they.
1: I don't think they've they have had a dominant league season in probably like i think the the year like mbappe's first or second year um they've they've squeaked to the line they've won like by one or two three points after the last three four years um so maybe this is it this is maybe the year your third and then my third um i'm gonna try and say this with a very serious fate. um I think Bears get their first win of the of the year.
0: Wait, are you seriously talking about NFL? Wait, no way.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that actually your third prediction? No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Okay, okay,
0: good. I was gonna freak out. I was like, "There's no, I haven't, I haven't talked about your Giants like one time," and this is what I get. Okay, good. I'm so happy you're joking. Uh, okay, what's actually your no, third? <laughs>
1: Ah, I just wanted to see your face. Um, the, my th- my third is I think Burnley beats Chelsea. Um, really, I think the inconsistency I think continues. Obviously, Burnley has zero wins um, but Chelsea is very up and down right now, and we both agree that it will take off. But I don't think I don't think not yet. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair
1: enough. Soon, I think they need everybody healthy. I think Burnley either beats them or gets a point
0: there uh rodrigo has not scored in seven or eight games uh okay. and i think people are starting to call for him to get the like be- to come off the bench i think he comes off the bench madrid win and he scores off so the bench of- off the bench i think
1: Jose- Lu starts he comes off the bench he scores
0: and they win. It's pretty creative. I, I think.
1: I think ultimately. I think. I think ultimately. I think that's Rodrigo's role in like, once Real Madrid actually has a fully complete team. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a fully starting right winger in, where actually. But, I, I coming off the bench. I think he's the ultimate game changer. He's unbelievable. He's so when he Comes good. off the bench. You saw. You saw what he did two years ago, and and last year he was unbelievable.
0: Oh, but right now, I
1: think I think the team the team is just is a, is not fair to him. I think he's not he's not a player like Vinny, who can do things for himself. I think Rodrigo needs a little bit to play with a a full striker. And but I think I think coming off the bench is not bad. And then yeah. Fede starts on the right.
0: No, Hosselu, Hosselu Vinny Bellingham
1: and Fede. Oh, up top. Okay, yeah. the diamond. Continue the diamond. Yeah, the diamond.
0: Yeah. They have okay. to, bro. Bellingham is playing too good. That's his position now. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I saw some tweet today that said like, like, Bellingham is like a striker, a number eight and a, and like a number six.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about.
1: No, no it's he's just, like, just in that
0: Kaka role, bro. Just They're just, using
1: dude. him the same way
0: that Kaka they used to use he's, him as he's, an
1: AC. He's unbelievable.
0: Bro. He's so good, bro.
1: Dude, mania, man. I, I, this is not what I expected. No joke.
0: Oh, me neither. I knew he was good. I didn't know he was this good.
1: Hundred million looks like nothing, bro. Pennies 100.
0: on the dollar, bro. For someone that good, bro. But good.
1: unbelievable, bro. Yeah.
0: Anyway, but uh, you know, another week, bro. That was fifteen. On to another fifteen. Yes, sir.
1: Episode fifteen. What's that? Yes. Like six, seven in a row. Seven in. A... Yeah, I seven, that's seven like, in a seven, row. Seven in a row.
0: Yeah, we're cooking right now. Yes, sir. But uh, you guys take care of yourselves as always. Uh, enjoy the enjoy the football this weekend. Next week, no Champions Mm -hmm. League, sadly, but uh, we'll, we'll be back as always. Yes,
1: sir. Inshallah.
0: Inshallah. Yallah, take care of yourself, guys. All right.
1: Take care, everybody. Peace. Adios.